What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gen Z Investor. Today, we are going to be talking about leveraged ETFs and how this is really a once every decade opportunity and how you can best take advantage of this very fortunate time for for most of us here uh, and how you can actually triple quadruple maybe even five times your returns over the next year or two uh, using these leveraged ETFs that we really don't get often uh, we don't get opportunities like this often at all so let's dive into the episode and let's discuss how you can exactly get these massive returns for the next couple of years so first let's just kind of talk about how rare this opportunity is just so you guys can kind of understand how important this strategy is now this idea is not tested um, by big institutions or anything like that this is just a strategy an idea that I have come up with myself and I thought that it, it could be a fantastic strategy uh, to share with other people I, I don't uh, I'm not saying that this is the best strategy out there or that you should put all of your money in this but it's kinda what I'm doing <laughs> um, so let's let's get into what this this strategy actually entails so I talked about leveraged ETFs so I'm assuming most of you know what the S&P is and the NASDAQ is and the ETFs that they trade under the SPY and the QQQ I'm assuming most of you know what those are uh, so you don't really need to dive into that any further however I don't know if you did know this but there's a leveraged ETFs for uh, the overall you know the major market indexes so basically what you can do is you can take uh, two or even three times leveraged ETFs of the S&P and the NASDAQ and you can trade them just as if you were trading the regular market indexes and so what you can do is especially in these times when the market is in turmoil the market is in a relatively you know we're in a bear market and the S&P and NASDAQ are down 30 percent these leveraged ETFs, these three times leveraged ETFs, are down about 75%, which just creates this opportunity for those who are willing to put a little bit more risk on the line um, to get these massive returns. So let's just talk about quickly when the last time this happened was and what happened. So the last time that we actually got a big drop in the markets of about 30 percent, 25-30% or more was in 2020 and I'm sure many of you know what happened then um, with the COVID black swan event that nobody knew was coming it just rattled the markets and we plunged about 30% in a matter of weeks and at that time there was leverage ETFs tradable uh, they came out about in 2015 I want to say and in 2020 if you bought anywhere near the low in the COVID crash doesn't even have to be at the low but anywhere near the low 
you would have made several hundred percent on your money in um, by the end of 2021 which is just a massive return that is several hundred percent return in just a year and a half or a little over a year and a half which is just absolutely ridiculous and that is not something that you can get every you know every year or even every several years but before that the last time we really had a drop of that magnitude was in 2008 and then before that was in 2000 2001 so as you can see we had it happen twice in the early 2000s and then it didn't happen again for 12 years didn't happen for 12 more years from 2008 to 2020 and then now we're having it happen again in 2022 which is just like the 2000-2008 uh, crashes where both of them were kind of close together it looks like this 2020 and 2022 drop are also going to be very very close together so this is just I think the last opportunity we're gonna have to use these leverage ETFs and use this leverage ETF strategy for probably another decade or so maybe we'll have it again in the future but you never know it, it's probably going to be at least several years before you're gonna have an opportunity at something like this again so let's just take a look at what are our options here what can we do what can we uh, you know where should we enter and all that kind of stuff so right now the markets are down about 25% give or take um, the S&P and the NASDAQ and the NASDAQ is a little bit weaker so what there is there is two times like I said two times and three times leverage ETFs so it's pretty self-explanatory if the NASDAQ drops 1% on the day the three times leverage ETF is going to drop 3% on the day or very close to it and this these leverage ETFs adjust on the day so basically it doesn't adjust on the week so if the week is up 5% uh, the three times leverage ETF is probably not going to be up 15% because it adjusts daily but it's probably going to be relatively close but one thing I've noticed with the leveraged ETFs is that they drop harder faster and they recover a little bit slower so if you take a look at the NASDAQ uh, from the COVID correct or the COVID crash in 2020 you can see that it actually how long it took the NASDAQ to get back up to the highs it took the leveraged three times leveraged NASDAQ ETF a little bit longer to get back up to uh, that ETF's highs. It took it a few extra months really to get back up to that high and that's just because of how uh, the you know how the percentages work you know the it drops so much the leverage ETFs drop so much harder so it just takes a little while to get rolling and get back up there again but once it does it is just an absolute monster like even right now the three times leverage ETF is trading at about $30 I believe uh, maybe just under $30 and the high uh, that was set back in December of 2021 about nine eight nine months ago is at ninety dollars 
So that means if you bought in right now, just getting back up to the highs, you're up 200% on your position. 200%. And for it to get back up to the highs, that can take, that's probably less than two years easy to get back up to that high. That's how it's been in most of the other cases in the past is it only takes usually a couple of years to get back up to the highs. Now COVID only barely took it at all to get back up but with this market it might take a little bit longer because this is a little bit more of a a different crash than the COVID crash and in, in the aspect of it's just coming down uh, more steadily it's more selling pressure where COVID was just more panic and it just recovered this time the markets are just steadily and consistently selling and so this could actually lead to more correction in the future we might actually come down even harder uh, through the end of this year so entering right now with your full position is probably not to the best of uh, like the best thing for you to do I would say that you'd start to enter in right now you just piece by piece start entering as it drops as it drops you keep entering more and more of your capital and that's what I've been doing I've been kind of adding in adding in as it keeps dropping and I'm kind of at a point where I'm just waiting now if we get a break down lower and we keep pushing down through the end of this year I'll keep adding if we break out over this 40 level on the TQQQ which is a three times leveraged NASDAQ ETF that is the ETF that I currently hold a position in that's the one I'm trading um, just because personal preference you can trade the S&P one as well and you can google those what the ticker symbols are there's also two times leveraged ETFs if you want to do those but the three times leveraged S&P ETF is SPXL that's SPXL and the three times leveraged NASDAQ ETF is TQQQ. It's T as in Tom, QQQ. Those are about the leveraged ETFs. Now, I chose again the three times NASDAQ ETF just out of personal preference. Uh, I've noticed that technology has been getting hit the hardest, and NASDAQ is primarily technology. So I thought, well, it's going to hit the hardest. I'm going to enter in this one. It gives me a little bit more. Um, it gives me a little bit more better return for when it turns around. And for those of you that may be wondering, you know, well, is this going to turn around? Well, I sure hope so because it has every single time in the past over the last century that the market has been around. It's just been consistently uptrending. So. The fact that that would just stop now, it would just be extremely unlucky, but I don't see that happening anytime in the near future. So I'm just going to assume that it's just going to keep on uptrending, and I'm going to start getting in these leveraged ETFs when there's a really great opportunity going on right now. So one more thing that, or another thing, I got a couple more things I want to talk about. So. When it comes to entering with, uh, let's just use my example, the TQQQ. That's what I'm in, that's what I'm buying into. So what 
we already discussed about entering strategy and just kind of entering as it drops or uh, like I said if it goes and breaks out over $40 I'm going to enter in the rest of my position because in my mind that means the technicals have aligned and it's going to be moving to the upside from here on out. However, if that does happen, let's go through a different, couple different scenarios on what could happen and what I would do um, if those do happen. So let's say that you buy that the ETF goes above 40, it breaks out over 40 and you enter in. But then it starts dropping again and it starts going back down 35, 30, 25. Personally, I would be very, very cautious. If you didn't enter any position before 40 and you're just entering it all in at about $40 or about $40, I would potentially put a hedge on. And so what a hedge is, I'm sure many of you know this as well, it's just basically protects you from prices moving in the direction you don't want them to. So in the case of the TQQQ. So if you're trading, let's just take the price you're trading at now, which is at $30. If the, if you don't, if you're scared that it's going to go down and you think that it might go down, there's some reason technically it's telling you or you just want to kind of protect your position. Well, what you can do is you can actually use options. Now, I don't know how many of you know about options. But I'll give you a little crash course. They're pretty simple once you actually understand them and apply them. Um, now, depending on what brokerage you're using, I'm pretty sure you can use options on no matter what you're using. If you're using Robinhood, um, if you're using one of the other brokerages like E-Trade or TD Ameritrade, I know you can use options there. I'm sure you can on Robinhood as well. Uh, basically, all you need to do is you go into your... Um, your it's called your option chain so it's basically what options are is it gives you the right to buy or sell that stock or ETF at a certain price at a future date it's a little bit confusing to try and get your head wrapped around what options are I remember when I first learning started learning about options I I was racking my brain for forever trying to figure out exactly how the hell these things work um, so if you're struggling to understand what these things are, trust me, it's, I went through the same thing, but, and that's another thing you guys can research on your own too. Um, I, it's, if you research something on Investopedia or something, or you practice it on your brokerage platform, that's, that's going to do a lot more than I'm going to be able to do talking about it in a podcast episode where I can't show you exactly what to do. Um, but that's going to be something you guys can research more later. But essentially, the principle is you would pick an expiration date. So maybe you are uncertain for the next two months. Well, from now, you go to the November expiration, uh, which is about two months out. And what you do is you'd actually buy a put and you'd sell a call okay for that expiration so basically you'd buy the same strike and the strike is just the price um, of the um, of the stock that you'd be um, you, that you have the right to buy or sell the stock at that's that's all a strike is so if it's a 30 strike that means it's a 30 dollar strike 
So it's $30. You have the right to buy. If you buy the 30 strike call, you have the right to buy that stock at $30 on expiration. If you buy the 30 put, you have the right to sell the stock uh, at $30 on expiration. So what we do here is you find the expiration that you want, the time frame, and you find that at the money strikes, so the strike that is closest to the current stock price, you buy the put and you sell the call. What this is basically going to do for your position now, again, you can learn more about how it actually, what that actually means, but I'm not going to try and fry your brain right now. So let's just let's just talk about what it does for your portfolio. Okay. So what this will do is it will make it so you go nowhere. So if you have 200 shares at $25 and the price is up at $30 right now, you put the hedge on, so you're up a little bit, right? You put, you're up a little bit of money, you put that hedge on, you put that options trade on, and you cannot lose or make any money for the next two months unless you take it off. But you cannot lose or make any money for the next two months no matter what happens. The, the price could go literally to a dollar doesn't matter, you still have a gain locked in, but it could also run up to $60 and you'd still have a, only your small gain. So it's a double-edged sword on how exactly you want to use it, but that's how it works. Now for how many contracts you buy, and again, probably write this down. So contracts is how many, uh, basically one contract, it, it gives you the right to buy 100 shares. So one contract is basically equal to 100 shares. So if you're holding 200 shares um, of the ETF, the stock, you'd want to do two contracts of each. You want to buy two at-the-money puts, and you want to sell two at-the-money calls, two of them, because that, go, that corresponds to how many shares you have. Now this hedging strategy, it gets a little bit funky. If you don't have an equal number of shares, like on the 100, like if you only have like 50 shares or you have like 150 and it's not on 100 or 200, it's not going to be perfect. It won't perfectly hedge you out. If you do have a round number like on the 100, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 500 shares, it will. But if you don't, it's going to be a little bit funky. So just keep in mind that is something that will happen. It'll be a little bit funky if you do that. Um, if you, uh, like I said, if you don't have like on the hundred per shares so try to do that if you can uh, otherwise if you can't do that what I would do is you could just buy a put too you could just buy puts uh, basically that would still hedge out your portfolio a little bit it wouldn't be quite as effective as doing the actual hedge where it's like okay um, you know this is completely going to you know lock my account where it's at, but it's still going to save you a lot if it does go down and it doesn't hurt you as bad um, if the price goes up. So those are two different options I would say. Um, either do It's called a collar. Just look that up. It's called a collar um, where you buy the buy the put and sell a call. It's called a collar spread. 
for hedging, or you could just buy a put, depending on your current situation, how many shares you hold, and also um, what kind of option uh, authority you have in your account. So in your account, you have to apply to trade options, and so I don't know what kind of level your brokerage will give you, uh, depending on what level your brokerage gives you. You might not be able to do the caller trade, the caller with options, but I would imagine you could just you could still buy puts. So that that might be the most um, effective, uh, basically most effective strategy for most of you if you can't do the caller. Okay, so we went into that long-winded uh, discussion or Marshall lecture about what to do, you know, with the whole hedging aspect of it. Now, if you don't, if it, say it didn't go above 40 and it just keeps dropping, right? Now, for most of us, even if it does go above 40 and comes back down to the 30 level, $20 level, and it just keeps coming back down, we're probably just going to sit there and hold it. Um, honestly, I mean, really at this point, it's already down so much. I've already looked at the numbers. Even if the NASDAQ and the S&P dropped 50% from their highs in... Uh, in December, that would still only bring the TQQQ down to about like $10, which, yeah, I mean, if you're in at 30 and it's down to 10, yeah, you're down 70%. But honestly, it'd just be a good time to buy more. And yeah, with investing, it's a little bit longer term. It's You, you might have to endure some pain. But honestly, it's... I think most of it's kind of done for. We might see like a big move down, but I don't know. It's tough to say. But anyway, you basically just want to just kind of, again, just buy as it goes lower. If it goes over 40, buy. And honestly, a good target is back to the highs at 90. But again, this is probably going to go higher than 90. And so really, like, I would keep holding this thing until it hits, you know, and just let it keep running until it, it finally dies out, the trend finally dies out. Now that could be literally years, and so if you just need the money or want to take the money out for other investment strategies, that's understandable. Um, but it's definitely a good strategy for this type of environment, because like I said, this is just so rare that we get, you know, these, these drastic moves down like this. And leveraged ETFs are a new thing. So this hasn't even this is only the second time in history that this has even been possible. The first time was in 2020 COVID, but now in 2022 this is the second opportunity that we have uh, for this, which is actually pretty crazy. This is our only our second opportunity for something of you know give yourself some sort of massive return, which would probably be, you know, at least a couple hundred percent over the next couple of years, I would imagine. And so this is just something that is just crazy to think that, you know, we have these, these opportunities nowadays to, you know, just go on our apps on our phones and we can literally just buy a ton of these leveraged ETFs and probably make a lot of money on it. Now, I mean, if you guys do lose your ass on it, I mean, don't come hating at me. Um, but you probably won't. I mean, 
I don't know, I'm pretty confident on it. You know, I've been in investments and trading for several years, and honestly, I, th I think this is a fantastic strategy. But again, do your own research. You're your own person, so do whatever you think is, is good or bad, but I think this is going to be a fantastic strategy. Um, let's see if there's anything else I really have to talk about. And I don't think I do. I mean, maybe the only thing I could really say is that, okay, this is a seasonally weak period in the markets. You know, the fall is seasonally a very weak time for the overall markets in the United States. But so that could push us down further. But again, this is kind of a longer term, you know, at least a year out strategy, like more like a couple of years. So I think that is everything I have for you guys. Uh, if there's any questions about the strategy itself, or what to do in other particular situations, uh, you can definitely leave a comment uh, or something, and I will I will get back to you uh, as best I can on what I think would be a good idea uh, to do in, in a hypothetical situation that you might bring up to me. Um, otherwise, that is it for me, guys, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I will see you on the next one.